Welcome to the free sermon podcast of the Potter's House Church in Virginia Beach, affiliated with Christian Fellowship Ministries. Our vision is winning souls, making disciples, and planting churches. It's Tuesday, where you're going to hear a powerful testimony of God's grace revealed in human lives. Each Tuesday, you'll hear Pastor Adam interviewing pastors from around the world to share the mighty miracles that God has done in their lives to give you hope for yours. We share the stories of the men behind the messages you hear every other day on this podcast. Keep in mind that the free version only includes a portion of the whole testimony interview. To listen to the full version, use the links in the show notes to subscribe via Apple Podcasts or Supercast.tech. Every dollar goes to supporting world evangelism. Enjoy today's Testimony Tuesday. All right, welcome back to another episode of Testimony Tuesday on the Virginia Beach Potter's House Sermon Podcast. It's another Tuesday edition where we are interviewing a pastor. And uh, on this wonderful Tuesday, as you uh, have already guessed by clicking on this episode, uh, we are interviewing a young man named Rick Palma. Pastor Rick from Texas, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for having me on. Oh, right my, on. my pleasure. Actually, um, you know, we don't we don't know each other, but uh, we uh, connected via Stevie Gauna. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, right. yeah, he's one of our premium subscribers. And uh, so he uh, let me know that uh, that he would nominate you for a testimony Tuesday. So we have him to thank uh, for your presence here tonight. Oh, I really uh, appreciate the uh, opportunity. Uh, when he told me about it, I was sort of shocked. But um, uh, so he started getting me into the podcast and started listening to it and uh you know it, it really uh you can see you know different backgrounds from where people have come up from and uh you know it's amazing what god has done you know throughout all the throughout all of the uh the u.s and you know all, all over the place and so mm-hmm. uh yeah it's a it's a great opportunity just to at least be a part of it i guess well i love so, doing testimony tuesday because it's an opportunity to give glory to god for all of his incredible miracles, right? This is how we defeat the enemy, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. So uh, we appreciate you taking the time to join us for this Testimony Tuesday. And so for those who don't know you, including myself, why don't you give us uh, just a short background of uh, of your uh, where you are and, and what's your current position? Well, uh, I'm actually uh, I'm out from the Austin, Texas, uh, south side of Austin, Texas church. We were launched out. Uh, this past conference, the 2021 Bible Conference in San Antonio, Texas, under Pastor Ruby. And so we were actually launched out to Hilo, Hawaii. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually from the island of Guam. Uh, I'm a Pacific Islander, uh, Chamorro by nature. I uh, was first uh, introduced to the fellowship back in 1993. Uh, as a young age, around eight years old. Oh, that's going back a ways. Yeah. So I, I have quite a background of, of being in the fellowship, you know, and uh, knowing about our fellowship, our, you know, way, uh, our kind of our pattern of how we do things, uh, you know, the standards of what we have, uh, of what we build on, you know, it's being built into us, you know. And so uh, I know a lot about it, especially all the way from Guam being under uh, several pastors um, until Pastor Cluck came in. Uh, I came here in the U.S. 
uh, to Texas in 2003. And so uh, coming here, uh, when, when I turned 18, I was deciding to go to school. And so I came out here uh, still having my background, you know, of uh, uh, in me about going to church and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, be growing up, been there 10 years in the fellowship under uh, Victory Chapel. Uh, know about the healing crusades, I've seen many, many miracles taking place, uh, you know, but coming out to the U.S., uh, there's a different, uh, I would say, dynamic out here, only because it's much a, of a broader place, a much uh, wider things, uh, things, more things to do, more distractions, you know, being in the islands, everyone thinks about, you know, the beaches, you know, the sand, you know, the surfing and, you know, the great views and all that kind of stuff. But when you go around it, you know, I mean, seeing beach every single time you pass by it, you know, to you, it just becomes uh, just something normal, something natural. And so the island of Guam is really 30 feet long, um, 30 feet, 30 miles long by eight miles. And so coming here to the U.S., I mean, there's just so much land, you know, and a uh, different uh, city, uh, the way the city is, uh, much, much more bigger, uh, you know, hours of drive. So it's more of a distraction. And so, yeah, you know, I mean, I uh, grew up around it, but, uh, you know, leaving leaving Guam and coming here was uh, kind of a breaking point for me because, you know, uh, you know, when you're growing up around things, you kind of feel uh, more like, you know, this is how I've always done things. I've never experienced uh, certain things. And so I was never, you know, I'm not the type of person that was on the gang. You know, I grew up in a, in a great home, great family. Uh, my parents are still married, you know. Were were your parents part so, of the church there in Guam? Yes, uh, they still are, and so. Oh wow! Um, okay, so they've yeah. been around for a long time then. Yes. Uh, so ninety three, we actually started in a very small church, you know, just um, maybe a fifteen hundred square foot building, maybe if that, at the time, and then we grew over the years. When I left, it was about. 250 people and I believe uh uh the last revival I heard they had they had already 900 people uh attending the service there in Guam now oh my gosh that's unbelievable yeah so it's a it's a big difference uh, uh from all that and so but uh yeah I mean uh you know coming out here you know I mean like I said I I knew all about this stuff but uh coming here was just something different I didn't expect uh you know, out there in Guam, you have, you know, certain type of uh, people doing things. You know, I never knew about rap. I never knew about, you know, certain type of music until I came out here. I uh, started working, getting to know different types of people and how they did things. What was your connection to Texas? How did you decide to go there? Uh, someone came to do a presentation on a school um, for Universal Technical Institute. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm really good with you know, uh, building things with my, you know, building things and thing, anything I can get my hands on, I can take apart and put back together. It was, it's such a joy for me. And so, you know, I got connected to that and I wanted to go to it. And so I came to Houston, but when I arrived, um, I was told my grandmother was, was not doing too good. And so I moved to Colleen and, uh, there I was, you know, taking care of my grandmother for a while. The next thing you know, what I just, kind of settled in Colleen. I never went to the school. I ended up 
going to ITT Tech. And so I uh, kind of, it pushed me away, you know, from, from the will of God of, you know, starting to gain new friends, different type of peers of people. And uh, it really just changed uh, who I was. And so, you know, as the Bible say, you know, you can't, you know, you can't mix, you know, that yoga. And so I, that's what I did. I kind of got caught up in the, you know, type of friends that were into rap music. You know, I mean, honestly, I, I didn't even know who Tupac was until I got introduced to it. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm following the same things my friends were doing. And then things started to progress even more where I started getting caught up in drugs. I got caught up in drinking a lot, going out to clubs. And then before I knew it, um, you know, I got caught up in a relationship after relationship. And then one of my relationship ended up having a daughter. When that took place, I was still into the drugs. I was still into drinking. I was still doing into my, you know, doing whatever I wanted to do. And uh, that actually ended up turning for the worst of me because um, I paid more attention to what I wanted rather than, you know, desiring things for my family. And so um, my girlfriend at the time ended up saying that she was going to leave. And, you know, I didn't know what was going on. I was kind of like, you know, <clears throat> you know, just kind of blindsided by it. But, uh, you know, I mean, when it took place, it really, it put me into a position where I was just so shocked because I never experienced, you know, anything like that where I just started losing everything. And she left with, my daughter, I couldn't speak to her, couldn't see her for a while. I mean, it was like two whole months that I couldn't speak or see her. And then. So, so you having a, a church background and coming from a Christian family where there was, you know, there was revival in your family at one point. Um, had, had you ever been born again up until this point? Or would you say that you were uh, unsaved? No, I mean, uh, so. I mean, it's kind of a wild background, you know, when I was in high school, I want to say maybe my freshman, sophomore year, I was really on fire, you know, I mean, um, I had everything inside me. I mean, I was so excited just to be at the church. Uh, even if my family wasn't going, they could just like drop me off and I would go to the outreach. And I wanted, I was so excited to be there. I mean, it came to a point where I started, you know, I was in I started hearing from God. I mean, I'm talking about like really hearing from God, like the voice of God. And I heard God telling me, you know, Hey Rick, I want you to talk to this person and I want you to talk to this person. And, you know, that was, you know, something I was like really trying to start to understand. And um, I guess it was a tipping point in my sophomore year. Uh, you know, we were like having tremendous revival, but in my sophomore year, uh, I felt the spirit of God like turned me around and uh, point at one of my friends, one of my best friends that I grew up from kindergarten to high school. And God told me, I want you to tell him about me. And so I kind of, you know, I said, okay, you know, you know, I will do that. But as I turned around to go talk to him, he was talking with someone. So I, you know, I didn't want to be rude in a sense of way. So I wasn't talking. I was, I told him, okay, I'll wait till they're done. But uh, what happened was the bell had rang. And so when I went out to go meet him, he was already gone. And so I said, you know what, okay, Lord, I'm going to, you know, I can't find him. I'll talk to him the next time I see him. The next couple of classes go by and uh, he wasn't there. <clears throat> so I started questioning it, you know, where is he, you know, and, and so a couple more days go by and he's still not there. And then I go to one of my classes and one of my teachers ended up talking about a young man 
that had taken his own life. And so I started thinking, you know, Oh my God. Um, so she started explaining the way he looked, the way he dressed, uh, the style that he had. And I said, man, that's, that sounds just like him. And so I was, you know, I said, that can't be him. Cause that's, I don't know if he's a junior or not, but that's his name. And so I started questioning it. And then the very next morning, uh, I met up with one of our other friends that we all grew up together with. And I asked him, Hey, uh, uh, where's so-and-so. And in my language, uh, he ended up told me, telling me in my language that he had, he passed away. And so, you know, it, it shook me for a moment because at that point, when he told me that, like, I felt, I, I felt the spirit of God just leave me. Like I failed, you know, and I was like, Oh, I was like, man, there was nothing I could do at that point. It's I felt like I couldn't pray. I couldn't lay hold of God because I felt such a failure in my life that it shook me to my core that I just started backing away from the things of God. And so, so you, you took that on yourself or basically <laughs> that because you failed to, uh, to witness to him that, uh, you felt responsible that he had died. Correct. Yeah. I looked at it as, you know, it was like, you know, uh, his blood was on my hands, you know? And, uh, at that point when I was looking at that, I was just, I couldn't face myself to go back to God and say, God, I failed you, you know, because, you know, I felt that really the spirit of God really hit me at that point and says, I want you to tell them about me. And I could remember so vividly, like God telling me to point out certain people to talk to you and I could, but it was just that one moment that I just let slip that all, all of a sudden just broke me down. And so I carried that as such a burden on me that I end up, I ended up backing away from church. I was no longer in outreach. I was no longer, you know, street preaching. Uh, you know, it really put me to a point where I started, I started missing services. And, um, you know, I started losing myself. I, I just lost myself, you know. And, and then later on coming to the States, it just progressed from there. If you'd like to hear the rest of this sermon, subscribe today. It's only $3 a month when you subscribe at supercast.tech or $4.99 per month when subscribing in Apple Podcasts. Links are in the show notes. We thank you for joining us on this special preview of the VBPH Sermon Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the free version of the VBPH Sermon Podcast, where we post sermons on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. We also have a premium version of this podcast, which posts sermons and interviews every single day of the week. So why would you want to subscribe? I'm glad you asked. I have five reasons for you. Number one, on the premium version, we post full versions of Testimony Tuesday, Pastor Campbell Thursday, and Study Day Saturday. If you'd like to hear those episodes, then subscribe now. Reason number two, uninterrupted listening. We remove all ads and all extraneous content from our premium feed. Reason number three, premium episodes always release six hours earlier than the free version. If you're an early bird, it's a great reason to subscribe. Number four, our subscribers will gain access to our sermon chat group on WhatsApp, where we interact directly with listeners around the globe. If you'd like to chat with other premium subscribers, subscribe today. 
And finally, every dollar we raise goes to world evangelism. This is the best reason to subscribe, because you are helping us launch churches all around the world. We don't put one dime in our pockets. Everything that we raise from this podcast will go directly to Thursday night of Chandler Conference. So please subscribe today by using the links in the show notes below. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to the sermon podcast of the Virginia Beach Potter's House Church. Were you blessed by today's message? Let us know. Please leave us a rating on Apple Podcast or on Podchaser. We'll be back next time with another life-changing word from heaven. God bless. God bless.